a wild heart tea of courage. Take three hawthorn berries, a goodly pinch of rose petals, a tiny break-off of star anise, scrapings of oak bark, the heart of an apple, some sage, but not too much, and merely a hint of licorice. And as you stir the ingredients together, sing to them. Sing the brightest song of joy that is in your heart and blend it with the deepest song of sorrow that lives there too. Pour it all into the tea like you would draw up water from a special well. Stir and sing, sing and stir. Sunwise or moonwise, it matters not only that you stir and sing, sing and stir. Have your favourite mug ready. Try to create a quietness around you with no artificial disturbances. Drop a silver teaspoon worth of the blended tea into a small cotton bag. Let your intuition guide your hand on the mix you use each time. You are a part of this creating after all. Maybe what sings from your wild heart is a different type of courage tea, a different type of ingredient. Fill the kettle with exactly the right amount of spring water that you have collected yourself. When the water has boiled, just give it a moment to find its own settling. Then carefully pour it over your cotton bag of tea in your favourite mug and let it rest for a wee while. A handful of minutes or however long it needs so it may know of itself and begin to weave about you. Take your time. Cradle the mug in your hands. Let it warm them, but don't burn your pretty fingers. Slowly, inhale the smell of it. Exhale with an enormous sigh of relief, of release, of relax. Let go of everything that has burdened you. Curl up in a space that feels nurturing if you can. It's completely okay if not. Again, let the tea wrap itself about you. Again, take your time as you taste from that very first sip. Follow the trail of the story that it conjures to mind as you close your eyes. Let the stories that this tea manifests envelop you, hold you, carry you, open you to the medicines that are right there exactly for you. Calling out to the courage of your wild heart. What story might be there? Once there was a child who would get agitated and nervous in those hours of stillness in the middle of the night when everything was quiet. Everything in its own strange, sleepy state. Except for one thing. And this one thing was what made the child nervous, for it was there in the child's bedroom. Not a big thing, 
or a small thing, it was a thing that was exactly the right size to fit in the dark corner under a child's bed. The child didn't know what to make of this one thing, really, other than it made the child nervous. It sort of dared the child to do stuff. Not bad stuff, but stuff the child would normally, in its everyday life, be too scared to do. The child began slowly to like it. Like when it got quiet and dark and sleepy in the house and in the garden and in the street and in the city. Apart from those places that saw life in a different way, of course. This one thing that was exactly the right size to hide under the bed deep in the corner would whisper to the child. Not nasty words, but encouraging words. Stuff that made the child's heart sore. Stuff that made the child excited. Stuff that made the child feel they could achieve anything. Anything. Well, the child wasn't used to this. The child wasn't used to being told they could be anything. They could be a swashbuckling pirate. Or a clerk in a shoe shop. Or a prime minister. This stuff wasn't for a child like them to dream of. But what lurked under the child's bed told the child they could be any of these and more even. They could be a brain surgeon or an accountant. They could write computer games or build floral displays. They could be absolutely anything the child wanted to be. Even a sycamore tree or a raven perhaps. All the child had to do was come out from under the covers and put a foot on the floor. Then another foot. Then the tiniest of steps in whichever direction the child chose to take. Not anybody else's direction, but the child's. On one particular night, when the child was feeling a little less afraid than usual, a little less nervous, the child leant down, reaching as far as the child dared lean down as they might whisper to the thing that lived in the dark corner under the bed. What's your name? The child asked of the thing. Courage, came the reply. From this story that the tea has manifested, what word is the beginning of your medicine trail? Stay there for a time as the word from the story guides you further, deeper on. Wild Heart Sipping on Cups of Courage Tea is a new experimentation from the fairy tale apothecary. It will invite and open the door to words that might begin a medicine trail. Just one word that is conjured from the listening to of a story. This word will be the beginning place for our time together. Our medicine trails will be based on old, old practices of a mystical nature so we might sense what it is to commune with beings not often seen in everyday life, yet existing throughout the known corporeal world. Practices that are not unique to one culture, one tribe, but are universal, magical manifestation undertaken through all of humanity and none of humanity and everything else in between. Our storied word will be the intention we set in our mind's eye, clear and crystalline. One that has come from somewhere else in our being but is showing itself like the glass globe of a fortune teller. 
With this world held close, we will step out and walk, following those things that glitter at us in impossible yet present ways we are not ordinarily privy to. We will gather these glitterings in our little basket or our plastic supermarket shopping bag or whatever it is we happen to have with us at the time. We will stop. We will pause. We will engage in conversation. We will pluck the wisdom and place it into our gathering bundle and with a nod of thanks, we will continue on. After the drinking and the storying and the trail following, give the tea remains back to the earth with a little prayer of gratitude. It never need be more than a freely given breath. Don't think on it too hard. Let your wild heart guide your act. Your cotton tea bag is reusable. Simply give it a rinse through in hot water and then you are ready at some point to begin again. But don't be in a rush. Cherish the friendship of your favourite mug. Let the medicine trail that we followed continue to meander about your presence. Drink in its richness and notice where it tangles you in its thorns and brambles. Notice where it holds you fast and refuses to let go. Then, when you are ready, thank it and carry on your way knowing that it is now indelibly marked in your path. What we never realise, what we never pay attention to is the fact that as we walk, asking for help from things around us, asking for them to clear our glass globe of the fortune teller with insight and forethought, we in turn are dropping a wisdom of our own in place. Unknown to us, we are leaving gifts in exchange. So I wonder, as I wonder, what medicine trails can our stories give us and what can we leave in return? Where will we be led from and where will we be led to? Shall we take the tiniest step and find out?